This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked, the leading provider of at-home health tests. Are you looking to improve your thyroid levels? With Let's Get Checked, you can do a simple at-home health test that will give you a complete picture of your hormonal health in just five days. Did you know that 42% of people have said that they have never tested their thyroid function? Thyroid function is important for a number of different functions, regulating metabolism, stimulating digestion, bone maintenance, brain development, cardiovascular health, and a number of other things. So how does this process work? Your test is delivered straight to your door. You just have to self-collect your blood sample from the tip of your finger, mail the sample back to their accredited laboratories in the prepaid label, and receive support and guidance from the LGC medical team who are available 24-7 to offer you the personalized advice you need to know your hormone health. This week, Let's Get Checked wants me to invite you to join their community with 30% off using the code BADLY30. That's 30% off using code BADLY30 in all caps. It's good to know to check yourself. You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Not pleasant. Do you want to tell us more about that? Not really. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all, I don't. That's okay. I hope the next... Well, I know your next week will be better. So. Yeah, I'm off from work, so that'll help. Right, yeah. So, I'm glad that you're now having that time to rejuvenate, have time to yourself, all of the things. Um, My week was busy. Um, I don't think I have anything else to highlight. <laughs> work was busy. Um... Did I do anything this weekend? No. <laughs> Watch Netflix. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I did. I was about to say, do what? I mean, I I think there are some things you can do outside at this point. Well, we must remember. I I still like to be briefed. Yes, I I do think it's important to communicate. Yeah, but I do think that there are things. If I want to take myself to a park for a picnic, I'm gonna take myself to a park for a picnic. <laughs> like I think there are things that are I'm so comfortable with doing at this point and that my parents since I live with my parents they're comfortable with me doing at this point so I will continue to do that but I didn't do anything this weekend I just watched Netflix I watched that Indian matchmaking show because I ain't had nothing else to watch <laughs> like I'm just so I watched that and finished Last Chance You and watched the Project Power movie and then that seriously single movie, which was not good, but um, so yeah, that was my weekend. I didn't really do anything outside of exercise and watch TV. So what's happening in the media? I got nothing. Okay, all right. I I, I feel awful, guys. <laughs> I have nothing. Okay. In the sense of like, when I just kind of looked around, pop culture is not really a thing. It was more like a political. I feel like. Mm-hmm. We know um, Joe Biden announces VP mm-hmm. Kamala. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't surprised by the decision. 
Yeah, honestly. I mean, I, I mean, y'all know I don't like her, but honestly, the decision does make sense to me strategically. I agree as well. <laughs> so I just, I wasn't surprised by it, but I felt like that was probably the best decision out of, under the circumstances. Yeah. I mean, cause it's like, for me, I know who I would have preferred, but for him to win the people that are not decided one way or another, he didn't need who we preferred. Cause, <laughs> so it, it wouldn't have mattered. So I get why people were upset, but it's like, he not trying to get us. <laughs> He's trying to get the people in them swing states. Cause that's what makes the difference. Correct. And which we learned last time, so... Correct. Um, <laughs> and so, he's being more strategic than Hillary was. Absolutely. Um, which, and yeah. it will... I mean, I'm going to say hopefully serve him well. And there's a sense of... Let me be very clear. <sighs> I am not for Joe mm-hmm. or her. Mm-hmm. However, under the circumstances we are in, I'm for them temporarily (laughs) um i know some people are still standing like nah and that's fine yeah that's me that's whatever however um i'm in more of a place where i need 45 out yeah but i do think regardless of what side y'all on i don't really think we got that many trump listeners but regardless i hope not (laughs) if you're a trump listener log off I actually do personally know some Trump listeners, but... Oh, wait. (laughs) Never mind. But you can't log off. (laughs) But what I was going to say was, I think regardless of, you know, where you stand, Democrat, uh, Republican, Independent, whatever. I'm independent. I just want to put that out there. (laughs) I think if you're going to vote, be informed. Like, that's all I ask. And especially, like, just be informed of your local level... You know, everything, because I just, I think you need to know what you're voting for and have a reason for why you're choosing what you're choosing. I don't care what the reason is, but have a reason. Because I I think it's irresponsible to just be like, oh, I'm going to just choose this. And you don't know what you're choosing. Well, yeah, it's better, (laughs) especially on the ones where they're like different bills and stuff like that. And you know it's going to be bills about COVID. Like, (laughs) read them. And if you can't, if you didn't read them beforehand, like, you really should leave it blank. Please. Yes, please, please. Don't. For, like, the. Don't uh, touch it. Like, the budget things. Please. um, Oh, my God. The different laws. Like, if you didn't read that part. Yeah. Just leave it. Because y'all be voting to take money away from, from stuff. certain things. And y'all don't be actually mean. agreeing with that. Right. So, so I'm like, like, don't just, just, just don't. leave that section <laughs> right. blank if you're really not going to. Um, right. Yeah. They always, you can always look at the ballot beforehand. Absolutely. So it's like, you can take a minute to research candidates. I'm talking on the local level when mm-hmm. I say that. And uh, presidential if you don't know where they stand. Yeah. Um, But you can look at the laws and the budget. Mm-hmm. Um, proposals and stuff like that beforehand. Yeah. So that when you go in there, you already know. Yeah. Um, and that's if you choose to do if you going voting. in. <laughs> but I just want to also say, like with the whole thing with the um post office and stuff like that. Um, check your state. There are places to drop your ballot off. Mm-hmm. So I know. I for the record, I hope that something is done in there to save it, to keep it. It's mm-hmm. not right what's happening. Right. But I also know that in regards to voting, we still have other options. Yes. Yeah. And so I just say that, like... Everybody be trying to make stuff just two options. Like, that ain't life. Just let it be <laughs> clear of, like, check your area for the drop-off location. Yeah. So, like, yeah. 
Drop the shit off. Yeah. Drop and, it off. And also, like... Drop it off. You know, still and be safe, but think about the elderly people in your family that may not drive and drop theirs off for Drop them. it off. Yeah. And another thing, if you're comfortable, they're in desperate need mm-hmm. of um, poll workers and things like that. Oh, yeah, they are. If you... Because a, a lot, lot of, of them are... citizens, yep. that's not safe for them. Yeah. So if you are feeling comfortable... Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage you, you do get money, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's for free, so right. you do get paid to do it, but yeah. if you're interested and want to be a part of it, I've thought about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, look, go to your local uh, election board and, you know, sign up. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I just, I feel like it was more just like a political week. I just feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of just... It's a lot of unfortunate things happening in this world, not even in just country. Mm-hmm. And for me, it can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different issues and causes. Yeah. And the more you read on things and you see things, the more it's just like this world and people in it are just really vile. <laughs> so just, true. I can't say it any other way other than like, yeah. God bless us all. <laughs> Like, I mean, that's how I feel. Like, yeah. it can be depressing. Mm-hmm. I had a depressing week, so, mm-hmm. like... you like, let me step away. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. You know? It's just... On some hands, it just feels like you can't even do anything. Right. I get it. I get um, it. But, yeah. Um, Anything for TV? Well, since Bravo gave us two episodes, mm-hmm. last week we didn't have one. Oh, okay. And you guys know... Well, if you don't. Uh, when I speak about Potomac, it comes on Sunday. We record on Sunday, so I can't speak about it. Right. So, like, next week I'll have an update. Yeah. But, um, nothing, nothing for me for Bravo. And TV-wise, I am behind on even shows I don't talk about here. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, y'all, my week was just stressful. <laughs> um, I'm behind on 90 Day Fiance, mm-hmm. Married at First Sight. I'm just, like, <laughs> behind. I'm just yeah. behind. <laughs> I don't think I watched anything new this week, even if I watched TV. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we had a question of the week, which was, would you rather be stuck with someone who talked nonstop or be stuck on an island alone? Um, Reese Peace said, be stuck on an island alone, nonstop. I hate when my phone has little pop-ups because I'm talking and it's like, I wasn't trying to get you to listen to me. Um, Reese P said, be stuck on the island alone, nonstop talkers make me itch. It's me, Tierra 4 said, island alone. This is Banana Juice says, someone who talks nonstop as long as it's the opposite sex. I mean, what, I, I quite, didn't quite get that one, because I was like, what does that have to do with anything? I feel like it'll feed into our topic, but we'll come back to that. And then Derek Matthews says, someone who talks nonstop. If I need to be alone, I'd go off for a while or something. If alone, I don't even have the option. So which one you choosing? Probably nonstop because I do feel like I could walk away from the person. Yeah, I would do the same. And just come back. Yeah, it's basically exactly what Derek said. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's what I'm choosing. <laughs> alone is like, that would get old. Yeah. Where I would want somebody to hear a thought. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, so we're choosing the same thing. Self-care and self-love is important for mental health. Speaking of self-love, Voodoo Toys is an L.A.-based brand focused on female pleasure. Voodoo has had a fast-developing cult following after launching at last year's Coachella Festival, a sponsor at the Nylon Magazine Coachella Party. 
Voodoo is leading the conversation to encourage all of us, especially femmes and the LGBTQI community to embrace intimacy, discover pleasure, and enjoy healthier sex lives. Voodoo Toys is all about self-love, sexual education, exploration, and self-care. Voodoo has vibrators for every person, for those who are shy and just starting out, to those who have experience with them, like my lovely co-host Sydney, and for those who are looking to explore other options out there and experiment a little. Visit Voodoo Toys, www.voodoo.toys today to check out their collection. And for all of our lovely listeners, use promo code GGBB in all caps for 25% off your purchase. Be on the lookout for our giveaway where we'll be giving away two BZOGs to two lucky listeners. Check out Voodoo.toys. So today we wanted to talk about friendships and how and if they should differ from romantic relationships and some of like the ways that some people think they should differ. I don't, I'm not necessarily a person that thinks that they should differ as much as I think people make it seem. I think a lot of times we talk about all the things we want in romantic relationships, but we don't talk about all the things we want in our friendships. And I think a lot of the times they should be reflective of one another. Um, So we just wanted to talk about some of those things and what people, um, the differences that people think that you need in a friend, but not in a partner. Or, I mean, some people think that your friendship, or no, your romantic relationships should have priority over all of your friendships, which I don't agree with either. No, Um, but I think so many people, especially women, when they get in a relationship, it's like this number one, and then it's like all your friends get kicked to to the curb. You do, you do hate to to see it. it. Yeah, um, but I feel like guys don't do that as much. It's like they still gonna be with their friends. We gotta start acting like Negroes. Well, in a way, because their friendships be shallow. Some regard, because I still believe men are trash. (laughs) So, we ain't really trying to really be like them. Yeah. But in some of the ways of how they maintain themselves, Mm -hmm. um, prior to relationship, in a relationship, post, is what women should do more. Which I do feel like... We're getting there. More women are doing that. I I can't speak for all, but I do think there's more of an energy of making sure we good, period. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's just leftover remnants of patriarchy, to be honest. Because, you know, at one point, we were literally the property of our spouse. So it was very much common for you to leave everything that you knew behind to become a part of this man's family. So I do think it's leftover you know, sprinklings of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think we are very much getting past it and, like, realizing how important these friendships are and how we should treat and our how friendships. embarrassing men are. <laughs> so you really can't put all your eggs in that basket. Right, right, right. Even if you love them. So true. They're embarrassing. So this article that I'm looking at has seven reasons why friends actually are more important than your partner. So friendships, one number one, last longer. Oftentimes you have your friendships before you get a partner, and if the partner goes away, your friendships will still be there. Which I would say is true for most all my relationships, honestly. (laughs) I cannot stand. Have I gained new friends along the way? Of course. Right. But none of them were like dependent upon my relationships. 
I do think that's interesting when you do get a close relationship with someone that is close with your partner. I think that is a difficult thing to navigate. Um, but if you're truly friends, the friendship will exist even if you're no longer with the partner. Truly. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, number two is that your friendships will be there when you have relationship problems. I agree with this to a point. Because I do think it is nice to have your friends as like a sounding board to talk things through with. But I think, I think oftentimes there's a, there's a... Yeah, because you got to make sure you tell them the good stuff too. Or your friend is going to end up hating your partner. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, and then I also say even when it comes to like certain issues, depending on the... Like I think about myself mm-hmm. at a certain point don't talk to me about it. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're not going to fix it... Yeah, that's true. Because now... You're just it's sitting just... here over and over again. It mm-hmm. don't matter how much good you tell me. Yeah. I have bias towards him. Yeah. Because that... Well, that's why I think sometimes people need to clarify, like, are you coming to me to vent or are you coming to me because you want help? Even if you come to me to vent, at least I'm not at the point where it's like, I've tried to help you with this so many times and you're not listening to me and not as frustrating. If you're coming to me to vent, at least I know that you're going to do you regardless and I'm just here to comfort you through it. Right, but like, that's true, but still like, for me, like, you're still leaving the seas of bias. Yeah. Because if you vent to me a lot, mm-hmm. yeah, I ain't going to say nothing, <laughs> but like, don't expect me to be like kicking in the man's face. <laughs> Right, yeah. right, or yeah. the girl's face, like, yeah, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, I definitely think you're more of a person that's like, if you have told you, if I've told you too much about a partner, this hasn't necessarily happened, but I think in the instance where if I'm venting to you too, too much about a partner and then I just try to bring them around like it's all hunky dory, you might end up saying something to them if the situation is too bad. You just wouldn't be able to sit there, like, no, you would have to I would, say, I would have to be silent. <laughs> I'm not silent, no, but I would. <laughs> I mean, like, the reason I say that is because, I mean, we talked about there was a person she was with that I couldn't stand. Right. And the silent turned into yelling. <laughs> so, like, it just... And it was always something stupid. It, I it think was about stupid. that also, how stupid it was. It was the was. dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> and yet, I was screaming <laughs> at a crappies. And, and it, it also still amazes me how everybody else in the room just continued on like nothing happened. Like, were, I'm, I'm like, glad. y'all not here to scream and they're just having it. Okay. People, I'm glad. People <laughs> enjoying themselves. I'm glad. Because truly, that was embarrassing. It was so much going on that night. It really like, was. Like, outside of just us. It was. But, like, I um, I have never publicly yeah. done that to a yeah. person. I had that sort of type of altercation at all. Mm-hmm. But that was out of me trying to be nice and quiet for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. So, like, I am very protective over my friends. Mm-hmm. And so when I feel like they're being played with... Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I can't. So, like, I, I can understand if a friend didn't tell me mm-hmm. if they were going through hard issues. Like, I can kind of understand them not giving me that much detail because, yeah. like, even if they forgive them, the chances of me are, like, slim to none. Right. Like, yeah. I'll still be polite, but, like, the friend would know I don't like them. Right. The partner may not know. Yeah. But the friend would know straight up. Because I think you even do that about, like, you do that with associates. 
where it's like you know that the man cheated on them and you might not be cool with the woman. But I'm but still, you still right. right. Every time you see a picture, you like, mm. Like, I hurt. I hurt. I, hurt. I really. I'm a woman who supports women. It really. Yeah. It really bothers me, and even outside of that, like, I'm not perfect. Yeah. Um, but like, it really bothers me when people be just shysty towards others. So you're right. So like, yeah. even if they're not my friend, knowing the background, I just be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just feel like it's trife. Yeah. Especially if the person I I believe or my interaction have been very nice and cool and mm-hmm. I feel like they're a good person, seeing or knowing that that's the circumstance, I just feel like that's a damn shame. <laughs> right. And I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. Um, number three is that friendships are oftentimes less complicated and easier um, to maintain. You know, I, I think... We think that. I do, too. I don't think that's the case, though. I, I think it's easy to say, oh, they're my friend or whatever. But as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I think once you get out of, like, school friends, because, mm-hmm. like, in school, you know, you ask me a question, and, like, now we're friends. Like, every day we come to <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you come to class, you chat, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I think after you become an adult, mm-hmm. um, where you have different schedules and lives, um... I don't think it's appropriate to, like, rest on your laurels when it comes to that. Because it's yeah. like, they're there, and it's like, no. Right. Especially when I feel like um, the 20s has been such a transformative time for people in their own speeds and ways. Yeah. That resting on, like, oh, we always we can always... Like, that's why I always would say is, like, people like, just because, you know, I'm the type of friend where... If I ain't speak to you in three months, but you could call me, tell me what's going on. It's like, no, we're, we're, we associate. We're not friends. <laughs> right. Was, like, we associate. Right. And, and that's okay, too. Yeah. But it's like, even like, that type of language where people say stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I'm the type of friend where I ain't speak to you in six months, but then no. we're not friends. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. And that doesn't mean I talk to your friend every day because I the only friend I really talk to every day is probably you and mm-hmm. every now and then there's a day where we don't speak mm-hmm. yeah so i just think people rest on that when i feel like effort needs to be made in a friendship and yeah. to maintain a friendship mm-hmm. in the same way there's like your love languages for relationships it's the same for friendship absolutely and so if you're a person who likes quality time with your friends not having that you're not serve you know what i mean yep. like you're not showing love and friendship in the way that they like to receive it. Agreed. Um, and I just feel like you can't rest on, they'll always be there. Cause right. like, at least for me, no, I won't. Right. I, I completely agree with everything that you just said is when it comes, your phone, both iPhones are bugging today. Girl, Lord, <laughs> protect us. I don't know what spirits is going on, but <laughs> just, I'm frightened. <laughs> Lord, I rebuke whatever this is That's in his name. Because I don't know what, is, I, I am literally like, he got one more time to do, I'm ready to throw it out the window. But that's a conversation I have with a friend relatively often is like, 
especially if I see you spending a bunch of time with your other friends, but you're not making effort to spend time with me as your friend, then I'm going to be like, what's the beef? Like, what's the issue? Because if I'm trying to spend time with you and you always too busy, but then I see you with other friends, it's like, but you're not too busy for them. It's the same with a relationship. It's like, people do what they want. Yeah. Best, like, honestly, that is the mindset Excuse me. I think more people need to adopt whether you're dating them or a friend with them. People do what they want. Mm-hmm. Let's be very clear mm-hmm. here. Yeah, and I do think sometimes it needs to be that conversation for them to realize it. Mm-hmm. And so I always think the conversation is necessary. But I'm not begging to hang out with nobody. Never. Like, if, if it's a scheduled thing, all right, let's look at our calendars. Let's schedule out further. We've had to do that before yeah. with other friends. We had to schedule out further because we value trying to spend that time together. Correct. But if you're not willing to free up your schedule for an hour or two, then it's like, do you really value our friendship? Because we can be associates. And Ain't frankly, no problem. none of y'all that busy. <laughs> right. Like, I yeah. <laughs> And I say that, like, I think about, and I say that in general, like, in my friend group, yeah. I'm not talking about anyone, but, like, only one of my friends has a child, mm-hmm. no one is married yet. And even, like, like even with people and, with kids, bring your kid. Like, for some outings, you could bring the kid. I agree. I don't, I, the kid don't always need to be there, but, <laughs> I mean, because you, you need, need to get a babysitter, okay? <laughs> no, but, um, no, I get what you're saying, but I'm yeah. just saying because I'm not a parent, or, yeah. and I think sometimes people are like, well, yeah, do you have a kid? It's like, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. But see, my argument to that is like, but if it's something that you want to do, even if you have a kid, you figure out something to do with that kid, don't you? Because <laughs> like you cannot use that argument unless your kid is always at your hip. Otherwise, you be figuring the ish out. I would think so. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not a mom, but I would think I can slide you fifty for a babysitter. Like, what's up? I would, like, just like come over, like, right? Like. <laughs> We can drink wine in front of a baby. I don't. Right. I don't. The baby's Pumping dump. Like what I we need. No, like I. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. not a parent, but I know that's always. I've seen that being used, and I'm like, yeah. we'll see when I have children. But I kind of think I'll still be able to kind of have a social life. Yeah, and I think I will. Yes, of course, my schedule will be much different, but right. I think I will still, I still put in the effort. effort. Yeah. I would still want it for myself at it's minimum. Facts. Yeah. Now having. Yeah. A kid sucking the life out of me with <laughs> love, by the way. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, number four is that friends are often more impartial um, than your partner. They are less judgmental. Um, and usually when you tell them stuff, they're less likely to be shocked, but more likely to just want to know more about it. I would kind of hope my partner would be I was about to say, I want too. that in both of y'all. Like, I was about to say, I don't want that to just be with I don't want friends. a partner that's judgy. Like, I would what? want it to be the same for both parties. Yeah, like, I, and I would think, I think this is the with. one instance where I would think I would want my partner to be even less judgmental. Because, like, if I'm talking because to my friends... Because you enter me on the regular. Right. I would hope that you don't judge me. Exactly. Because, like, if I'm talking to friends, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be certain groups of friends that it's like, I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to know that. Correct. Whatever, fine. But my partner, no. I want you to be cool with I whatever. I not say anything. Right. So I think this is the one where it's like, I don't know about that. I feel like... Because I don't require, I don't know. I just don't agree I think, with it. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I would want to not feel judgment from my partner. I don't want to feel comfortable saying anything. Yeah. I am a person who feels like you should be able to say anything to your friends. So mm-hmm. to an extent, it's the same thing. Yeah. However, going to what off what you're saying, 
you do have people who are beyond an associate category, mm-hmm. but they're not someone you may give as much detail as other friends. Mm-hmm. So I get that too. Yeah. I do think um, you should be able to talk to your friends and partner about anything. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know who you're speaking with, so you mm-hmm. know the type of reaction you can get. Right. I'm definitely a judgy friend. <laughs> I think I've gotten a lot better. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I do not think... as judgy. <laughs> but I also feel like people come to me slightly because I am. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of just, just a little mm-hmm. bit. They kind of know mm-hmm. who they're dealing with. Yeah. But I am, I have, I am a lot less judgy because I don't want to be judged either. But right. like, so I get it. And I do think the goal should be for all of your relationships like, your close relationships for you to be able to go to them with anything. Especially if, like, you're in need. Like, any... I, I think that should be the desire. Um, but I just think for things that are less serious, I'm not going to be telling everybody. And that's okay. You know what no, I mean? You tell who you want to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, number five is you can cope through life just fine without a partner, but they don't think you can survive without friends. Accurate. Yeah, I think I've been single for a minute, <laughs> and even though I get annoyed, I'm. Could I'm you doing imagine just being fine. single and not having any friends? What do you do? <laughs> I mean, the only other thing work? I can think is your family. But like, even for me, as close as I am with my family, yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> Right. And even how, like, I referenced my mom, but she's also, like, a friend of my yeah. cousin. Like, that's still not enough. Yeah. It's still different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, at least. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's different. I I love my family, and I hang out with my family like we friends. Right. We drink. Mm-hmm. We do whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's still different. Yeah. It's agreed. just different. You know? Yeah. I mean, the only thing... Well, now that I'm an adult, that has changed, too. But, like, still... I'm sorry, I was in my head. What I was thinking was, like, am I going to talk about blowjobs with my family? And I'm thinking, yeah, I actually am. So that's why I was like, never mind. Now that I'm older, it, that has, has kind of changed. But the point is, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But the point is, it is still different. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a whole bunch of friends. Yeah. But, like, my core peeps, mm-hmm. I don't want to not. I couldn't imagine not being friends with them. Right. Because, like you said, who do you talk to all day? Like, like what? <laughs> who do I send, send a meme to? I don't, <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> How does this work? Yeah. I don't understand. Because I, I do think that humans are meant to interact with one another. So, I, do, I agree with the notion that we are not made to not have friends. Yeah, we're not made to not have connections. Yeah. Like, I know some people are, you know, they say they're anti-social and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but, like, you be antisocial and still got a best friend. Like. You still have someone you, yeah. you like to have human connection with. Mm-hmm. I don't believe anyone truly wants to be by themselves all the time. Right. Just like you said, we're really not designed that way. Mm-hmm. No species, frankly, yeah, is designed to that's be true. alone. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, next is that being around your friends can be more relaxing than being with a partner. This is another one where I'm like, I don't, like, I don't think so. Right. Like, I don't, I, if I'm not relaxed around you, why are you my man? Right. Especially because it's like, if you my man, we get married, like, you gonna see me naked on the I should be relaxed. I should be relaxed around you. Right. If I'm feeling tense, then 
I shouldn't be with you. Yeah, I think you should be relaxed around friends and partners equally. That's something that... But I really think it comes down to this. I think what you look for in a partner to me is pretty much the same as a friend. Agreed. The only difference is it's like you have sex with one and the other you don't. Right. That's kind of how I view it Mm -hmm. in like a very simple way. Mm -hmm. So the way that I want to be treated Mm -hmm. is the same Mm -hmm. between like a friend. I want someone who's respectful, who, who, um, I can trust, who will communicate with me, will spend time with me. We have fun. We laugh. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to like a romantic partner, you know, maybe pull my hair and call me dirty names in appropriate settings. <laughs> like, right. just a, like there's slight differences, but yeah. it's like more but, the, like sexual effect. You know what yeah. I mean? Like outside of that, yeah. I feel like it's very similar. Mm-hmm. I do think, and I feel like I mentioned that this on the podcast before, but I do think society, a lot of the way this society is set up, is to promote relationships over friendships. Because I think a lot of people um, think that relationships, you get to build more things together. Like, you're coming together financially, and you can own businesses together, blah, blah. But you could do that with friends just as much and just as easily. But I think people feel like with that piece of paper in a marriage that you're it's a more binding. Where I'm like, my friends are just as bound to me as, in my opinion, as a marriage is. I can't divorce you. <laughs> No. I was like, you got to bring an essay. Like, oh, you can't why? just hand me pa- papers. Okay. Like, we, it's a conversation. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will keep we got to go mind. through a separation period. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think most relationships, I mean, friendships and friendships when they Would end. Would you make us do counseling if I was really serious? Like, you know, it's No, I wouldn't make us do counseling, I can't do but this I think. Anymore. I mean, I do think that friendship counseling should be more normal. But two, I think that most times when friendships end, it's so gradual. A lot of times when relationships end, it's just like cut and dry. But friendships, I think some. Well, I think we think of relationships more of cut and dry. It's like, oh, I'm done. Like I think that's how we think about it. Gradual because it just starts and it just builds because you're not communicating because you're not yeah trying to fix it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think. My last friend breakup was years ago, but mm-hmm. it was gradual yeah, to the point where exactly. I was like, all right. Right, right. And so it's like we do kind of have a separation period. It's just we don't think about it like that anyways. But I, I was saying that to say that, like, you know how many friends that it was like we would be on each other's benefits if we could? Like, what? Like, I would totally do that with my friends if our society was set up to do that. But our society is really set up to... For that to only happen with romantic relationships and family But don't you think part of that is because of household? Like, I'm not living with... I mean, you could. You could, yeah. But I'm like... But you can... You don't have to live with your spouse either to share benefits. And to have insurance on one another and stuff like that. My parents don't live with each other and they're together. See? Yeah, so I think... I think a lot of... Why would would friends be on each other's benefits? I'm just... I'm drilling in on this as... Because some people got good benefits. And like, for example, if I say I haven't been to the dentist in four years and you got bomb... A bomb dental plan and you see my teeth is rotten, you... Wouldn't you want me to just put me on your benefits and be like, let's go get your teeth fixed? Like, I would totally do that for a friend. I have the terrible dental plan, but... <laughs> so she's telling y'all, don't look over here. 
But I, I would totally you to walk it through a little bit more. <laughs> I would, or because like <clears throat> I even think about that with like domestic partnerships where they don't necessarily get married. They do face a lot of like I guess red tape when trying to Correct. bring things together. Correct. And so I think if it wasn't so reliant on being married, a lot of that stuff would be easier. But then insurance companies would make less and blah blah blah. So I get wild capitalism is a bitch. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of that would like I would never want my friend to not be able to go to the doctor because her insurance doesn't provide for it. I would like I would want to put them on benefits. Now since that doesn't exist, I would just you know, help foot the bill. But I just wouldn't want to see a friend in that position. You know what I mean? Um, so the last one is that your friends are always there for you when your partner might not be. Again, um, I want both of y'all to be there just as much. For I mean, me, I'm but. gonna say yes, you want them to be there for you, mm-hmm. but there is a I do think a higher level with a friend thing, especially if the friend was there before the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because like, depending on what you're trying to do, because some people aren't dating to marry, aren't dating for long term partnership. True. Yeah, they're not dating for like you and me for life. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. Yeah. Then yeah, because mm-hmm. even if you wanted it to end, there's a factor. That isn't moving right in your life. That's true. Yeah, that, and a person that you be want to be there because, yeah. like, you know, family. Everyone doesn't have great relationships with their family. Mm-hmm. Everyone can't rely on family members for mm-hmm. emotional support or financial, whatever. Right. And with your friends, it's kind of like your chosen family. Mm-hmm. And I do think there's a a higher level of stability than a romantic partner. Yeah. I feel like it a little bit because, like, I feel like at the end of the day, you know, I would like to be married one day. I don't necessarily want to get a divorce or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But if something happened, you would still be there, right? Yeah, that's true. Or vice versa, whatever. Right, and you know, because I had a conversation about prenups this week, but I think about that often when people be like, "I don't want them to benefit from nothing I got from them before," and it's like, who I. I can't fathom thinking that about the person I'm trying to spend the rest of my life with. Like, are prenups necessary sometimes? Yes. But I can't fathom thinking, oh, I made this money before them, so I don't want them to ever touch it. Like, I'm marrying you, and I want to be able to support you in any way that you need. So I can't see putting the boundary of a prenup in the way of it. Can I see, of course, having my own bank account? Yeah, so that you can't get to it. I think I'm in agreement with having a joint and separates, you know. But, but legally, <clears throat> depending on the state you're in, they can have access to that, your private account. Your which I'm fine account. with. Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> because I'm fine with that because also, in the instance that I do pass away, you're going to need to get to that money, potentially, at some point. <laughs> like, um, to make sure that things get handled and so yeah i'm fine with them having access to it <laughs> i don't have a problem with prenups mm-hmm. um i think depending on the financial status of a partner to mm-hmm. me dictates it mm-hmm. if we're in a more equitable space like more of an evenly yoked space mm-hmm. then I don't care. So if they make like a third of you, then you would get a prenup? I might. <laughs> okay. 
because if we're going to be together forever, then what does it matter? Just sign it. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. I just have never been, I have just never have taken issue with a prenup. Like, I mean, people get married and they do a post-nup. Whatever. Yeah. I just don't see a big deal. I understand that. The thought of, like, well, dang, when you get married, are you already, like, mm-hmm. thinking about what if something happens? Yeah. I understand the more in situation where but it's, I definitely like, understand I got kids already. When, it's, when you have a lot of money or when you have children, why it's needed to dictate yeah. if we were to. But, like, I'm a person, like, you know, I would love to marry rich. But if you stuck a prenup in front of me, I wouldn't feel a type of way about it. Well, I, that's why I'm saying I would never be the one to present it. If it's presented to me, then we can have a conversation and go through the legalities and put a bunch of exceptions up in that hoe. But <laughs> I'm, <'cause laughs> I'm going to knock you up, but okay. Um, but you're like, make sure it's fair. Right? <laughs> right, but I would never be the one to present it. I think it depends. Like, if mm-hmm. I hit the mega million tomorrow and mm-hmm. I still married someone who was, like, making an average salary or whatever mm-hmm. like that. I love you, but I'm worth 250 million. Mm-hmm. And you're worth... <laughs> mm, yeah, I need some of my money protected. <laughs> just in case. Gotcha. Because I don't need no one coming back, like, suing me for the lifestyle that I made them accustomed to. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Even with prenups, people still be walking away with a pretty penny from their Because they're here. fair. Because yeah. I think, I mean, I think, and that's why be, I think a lot of people don't realize. They, I'm like, like y'all really think these things are ironclad when they they're not. not. <laughs> like, there are exceptions, yeah. and there is, there is, there should I think be a level of fairness, mm-hmm. um, whatever the case may be. And then right. there's also like, you know, you making me sign a prenup, but it's null and void if you cheat or if you do it. Like, mm-hmm. there's ways to make it, you know, where you both got some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, you know, but like, do I think I'll have to go through a prenup with someone? No, yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't. don't really see. I mean, if I win, hey, whatever, <laughs> whatever you see for me, Lord, you see me winning that mega million. And we already know all I ever wanted was a Stedman. And I don't want y'all to think and know that you know there's something between them two. I know they ain't married, but it's definitely a domestic partnership and they live in Cali. So, I know they got something. Well, yeah, I mean, and she said that's part of the reason why they are not married, because of all the things that she built before him. That'd be one... <laughs> but, I mean, she a also long, has a will. And so, even if she did go and didn't have any kind of agreement with her, I mean, with him, her will is going to say who get the money. And, you know, I'm all 100% certain that all of it ain't going to him. Of course <laughs> like, not. Of course not. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, I mean, I've been looking for a step in my whole life. Where <laughs> is my step? Someone to just be that nice, mm-hmm. manly, quiet force in my life. Jesus. I'm Do you looking. think finding a romantic partner is more of a rarity than finding close friends? Um, I mean, in my track record. <laughs> It seems a lot easier to make a good friend than to find a good mate. So, if we're just looking at life experience thus far, it's been a lot easier to make a friend. However, when I think about my closest friends, um, 
Most of them I've known for a, a lengthy amount of time. Mm-hmm. I do think as an adult, is it's harder to make friends. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that school force really made yeah. such a difference. Even yeah. college, it just yeah. made such a... I feel like ease. Yeah, that's to, why I think to create to meet people and, and just maintain, to bond and yeah. maintain and then make it, so like. But I think about some of my newer friendships that I've made at work, mm-hmm. who have become extremely close. So, but once again, like I find that easier. I think mm-hmm. when you meet someone and there's a connection, a vibe, and that could be for a romantic partner too. But you have a certain chemistry and you mm-hmm. there's an ease there and you gain each other's trust and you're both meeting each other's needs as friends, I think it's, it feels easier than mm-hmm. sometimes a relationship. Because um, some of the stuff you ask of a partner or where they stand or what their thoughts are, no, I don't ask for a friend. Yeah, I don't care how much my friends, my, how much money they got. I care about a romantic partner long term. Mm-hmm. I hope they're being responsible. But like, if they living with two pennies in their pocket, Outside of it, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. outside of giving advice or, like, have you considered saving a little bit more? <laughs> That's not as, as big as a concern. I'm not right. I'm not worried about your 401k. Right. I hope you got one. I hope you're <laughs> contributing to it. But, like, it wouldn't be, like, for a romance program, like, you got one and how much you got in it, how right. much you contribute. So, I yeah. do think there's... A little bit, and, of but difference I think there, that's because when you're built with romantic partners in the ways that we're searching for them to get married, that is a business contract in a way. So that is why you worried about their money because it is a contract at the end of the and day. And they need to have money. <laughs> so I think it would be similar with friends if we started businesses with all our friends. Then you are like, wait, where are you spending that money? Oh, we don't need that. Like then, I think it would be more of that. Because it's like, oh, we don't need the special tiles in the bathroom at our restaurant. Get the regular ones. Like, I think you would have more of those conversations with friends if a business was involved. Sure, but I also think that sometimes you don't you don't need to cross those lines of friendship. I gotta mm-hmm. be honest with you. Yeah, all friendships can't stand that. Yeah. To do that. But then it's the same thing. Like, once it, I think there are small differences. Mm-hmm. But overall, you know, core values things, how you want to be treated is the same. Like, you know, I want my friends to be healthy and stuff and do what's best for them. Mm -hmm. But with a partner, I'm like, what's your family medical history? Because (laughs) I want to have children with you. (laughs) Right. Right? So it's like, there's certain questions that like, you know, me asking, Mm -hmm. did your grandmother have diabetes? I, you know, Mm -hmm. you can answer it, but (laughs) it doesn't impact. Mm Mm-hmm. Where we're with the dude of like, what's your family's medical history? Well, you know, I would, I might ask you that one day if I need your kidney. I'm like, what's your blood type, sis? Like, kidney. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm playing, y'all. I would instantly give Sydney my kidney. It wouldn't even be a discussion. Um, I have thought about that. I'm like, I need to ask more of my friends what their blood type are, just in case, you know, one day. What is your? I had to, literally a month ago. I figured out my blood type. I'm ashamed <laughs> to have lived this I long. I found mine out last year, and I never knew. I never paid attention to yeah. it until I hate to say this is why, but I was reading this article about. I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed because like. <laughs> I was reading this article and it was saying like certain blood types was more prone to get coronavirus. Oh my god! And I, said, I thought you were about to say. And 
I just felt like it was embarrassing because it's like, really? Like, is that, that's what's making you want to know your well, blood type? how I found mine out was because I read an article about um, the best diets by blood type. And that's what made me want to figure mine out. So I guess it's similar. I was more COVID concerned. <laughs> I was like, is my chances better or worse? <laughs> and I called my mom and she didn't remember. <laughs> yeah, and my parents didn't remember either. I was like, what's my gut for? I had and to get blood to get mine. I called my dad and he was like, he didn't know. She, he didn't know. So then I'm like, what's your blood type? So right. then I figured it out by knowing their two blood types. Because yeah. I was like, what is yours? Mm-hmm. And I asked my father. And then I pulled table. up the chart. <laughs> yeah. pulled up the chart. And I'm like, boom, this is what I am. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I know what my blood type is now. Mm-hmm. What is yours? I'm an O positive. What? <laughs> well, that means we can't give to each other. Anybody can get from us, but, but we, we can't, can't get to each other. I know, I'm a, yeah. oh. Yeah. So who's another friend? Let's make sure we have that in the background. <laughs> we gotta start asking Now I'm concerned, because I couldn't even help you. <laughs> right. And I would. We gotta make sure we got somebody on deck for that. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I think I can take from one of my parents. I think one of my parents is an AB. And okay. I can take from them. I, I think. But, okay. yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, damn, I can't even help you. <laughs> Or like I think about my brother Hopefully he doesn't mind me saying this But he has had conversations with his best friend About her being a surrogate for him And so they have had conversations about Like family history And stuff like that because She gonna be carrying the baby If they go through with it that way Would you have a baby for me? Yeah I would I would give you my eggs I would carry your child Yeah, I would do the same for you Yeah, That's so beautiful (laughs) y'all This is friendship <laughs> but yeah, so I, I do think there are instances that could potentially come up in some friendships Correct. where you do have to have those conversations. Absolutely. I just think that those don't happen as commonly. No, but yeah. the whole point is that should be a conversation that you can have easy the same way you would have a romantic partner. I yeah. think we have been conditioned to place your romantic partner above your friendships and things mm-hmm. like that. When I think there's a balance there mm-hmm. and I know that any relationship I get in, um, there are factors and people in my life that were there and they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's more of adding you into the fold. Right. You're an important part, mm-hmm. but like you're not the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And my time will still be spent with my friends. My time will still be, spent with my family mm-hmm. or doing the things that I like to do and it should be the same for you. Yeah. I personally feel like in a couple you know partnership I don't think we should be so intertwined where we literally don't have a life outside of each other. Yeah. I never really agree with that mm-hmm. and I don't want that now. I am more I think the only thing now that I'm more like mm, about like I want my on one level, I'm like, I want my friends to be his friend. Mm-hmm. But then on another level, I want everybody to be friendly, but not friends, just in case. Oh, my Jesus. Isn't that weird? You no, ever thought about that? I have, but I think what I desire is a healthy balance. So, like, I want, you know, us to have the couple get together night where we all are, like, vibing, having fun. There could be instances where... um my partner will go hang out with some of my, and include some of my male friends. Like, I do think that should happen, but I do think there also should be times where it's like, I'm just going to hang out with my friends. 
you just going to hang out with your friends. Yeah. And it ain't no beef that my friends wasn't invited to your thing. And that, right. Like, you know. I want vibes, but not, like, vibes, vibes. I, I think I'm fine with the vibes, vibes. Well, you have always yeah. been down with the vibes, vibes. <laughs> like, we've talked about this yeah. show. Like, Sydney likes her people to all get along, get along and be yeah. cool. And, like, I want my people to get along, but I don't need y'all to have vibe, vibes. <laughs> right. Would you marry someone that did not get along with your friends? Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. I couldn't yeah. marry them. Yeah, it it, it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. My friends are part of my life. I feel like I will always around. be trying to force it. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's on. It's a point where it's like, all, all right. right, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, it really would not work if my partner and I would think it's the same for them because that's what I'm saying. You ain't my man ain't gotta be best friends with you, mm-hmm. but like he couldn't dislike you. It, mm-hmm. it we would not because I would be like, what do you mean why? Why? <laughs> what did she do? Like it wouldn't. Yeah. It would disturb me because mm-hmm. I'd be like, but y'all like literally she doesn't do it. Like how? I, you see, I can't even get it. Like, what she did? What did she do to you? What is your Where's problem? Where's the evidence? Like, like yeah, it would bother me. Yeah. So like it couldn't be like that. But um, but I also wonder for like dudes, how is that? Because we've talked about how men friendships seem a lot more shallow. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think care. they're concerned about that as much. Because I have, with people I've dated in the past, and I've asked them, like, do your friends, are your, they cool with me? they like, yeah, they don't care. Like, it's more so, it's shallow. Like, like just yeah, like whatever. their friendship. Like, whatever. They, like, they don't, they don't, they haven't given an opinion because it's just like, oh, that's your girl, whatever. It, they haven't, their friends don't try to build a relationship with you. Or do the whole, like, what is your intentions with our friend? Right. We're like women, we're like, what we are our intentions yeah, yeah. with my friend? Yeah, I don't think the- most guys' friends are concerned with their um, friend's partner hurting them. Because they know who hurts who. <laughs> so let me stop. I, yeah, I don't think that's a concern for men when they get in relationships. Like, Guys, oh, this person will hurt listen, him. Please tell us, do you get concerned mm-hmm. um, if you see certain behavior from, like, your homegirl's girl mm-hmm. or guy? Do you get concerned? Do you ever... Do you ever want to know someone's intentions with your friend? Because, like, me as a woman, I'm asking whether, you know, it's Sydney's dude, it's, you know, my gay friend's part. Like, it wouldn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. I'm always asking, what's your intent with my right. friend? And, like, I'm always, like, especially, I think, more so when the guy I'm dating has a bunch of female friends. I'm like, they going to like me? Because, you know, sometimes they are extra judgmental of the well, person, well, well. Of the person <laughs> that they're dating. Because mm. uh, I just don't think guy friends care as much. They don't be all up in I the do mix think, as much. I do think it's harder yeah. to, like, be with someone who has close um, women friends. Mm-hmm. Uh they're protective of their their guy. Women and, are all more, more protective of their friends. In our case, yeah. they're protective of their guy friends. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the protection is like normal, and mm-hmm. then sometimes it causes issues. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then it becomes friction. Yeah. And honestly, y'all, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> That's not a place you want to be in. Yeah, yeah. When the uh, the girlfriend don't get along with, like, the woman best friend, mm. that is not yeah. 
a fun situation to be in. Yeah. And you always feel like you're walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I'm just, just, yeah. it's just awkward. Yeah. It never feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like, those are the moments where like, you feel tense when they're around. Cause it's like this tension here. Right. Yeah. Y'all both care about the person, but it's just not. Y'all ain't on the same page. Yeah. I, I really just genuinely think fr- female friends are more protective over their friends regardless of gender. And men, for some reason, They don't aren't. give a damn. Because they embarrassing. <laughs> y'all, let me stop, y'all. Look. Y- y'all. You know, sometimes... But it's like, how many male friends have asked their friends, is she treating you right? Like... <laughs> Never... I don't know why that's so funny to me. Because it sounds so foreign. <laughs> what language you speak? Because like, you don't often hear that. She, but they is should. She, is she showing you enough affection, brother? <laughs> For real, they should. Does she treat you? They. Sh- uh, they I feel is like they... she loving you in your four love languages? Seriously. No, I ain't having that conversation. They, should, they don't even... We've had past male guests mm-hmm. where we've even asked like, even when your friend is being grimy, mm-hmm. are you pulling them aside? Yeah. Most of them was like, eh, right. you know, not really my business. <laughs> they don't want to even do that. Right. They don't want to even say, hey, don't yeah. do that. Right. So, like, am I expecting them to have deep conversations? Mm-hmm. No. That's why, frankly, I will say this. When a guy is close and has close women friendships, it, it does make me a little bit more attracted to them because mm. typically... Mm-hmm. They know how to act. There's <laughs> there's a force in their presence in their life yeah. that is keeping them a little bit more accountable yeah. than typically a male counterpart. Now, sure. look, obviously that's very general. Yeah. But in my experience, yeah. guys are a little bit more balanced mm-hmm. when they have healthy relationships and friendships with women Mm -hmm. don't mean it's perfect but i find them to be a little more balanced and a little bit less crazy (laughs) don't don't mean they're still not embarrassing (laughs) i mean you know yeah i I think when you ain't got no friends before i am like really (laughs) i was just okay it's just dudes no well what about when they don't have any friends at all can't do it man that's weird <laughs> you got to be able to name three people in your life <laughs> at least two like you tell me you had no friends like yeah. why is that why is that so- <laughs> i was thinking it. you're so annoying you're so annoying <laughs> i was thinking it and I almost was about to do it um but i think it's for me, like, it's slightly a turn off. I like yeah. to know that you have some sort of social life. And um, that you're able to maintain some kind of relationship. Right, able to maintain some sort of relationship. It's the same reason why I feel like, this may sound weird, but, like, like if a guy didn't have any social media presence, mm-hmm. that's weird to me. But it, do you think that's weird if you meet a friend that don't have any social media presence? Kind of, yeah. Or if you get a friend that don't have any other friends? Kind of, yeah. Mm. Because I'm like... Why you ain't got no other friends? <laughs> and I just feel like in 2020, yes, there are people who have no social media. Yeah. But for our generation to have mm-hmm. nothing, mm-hmm. it's sus. It makes me go, ha, ha. Because <laughs> my thing is, it's one thing to have one and not be on it a lot. Yeah. But you still have one. Right. The yeah. app stills on your phone. <laughs> when you ain't got nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, what? Why is that? 
<laughs> you know, like, yeah. I think it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. And it's probably weird that I think it's weird, but it's true. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, do. I, I definitely think it's weird if I, like, start to become friendly with someone and they don't have no friends. And I'm like, what happened? And then, and, but <laughs> thing, what my, you do? But in my experience, mm-hmm. eventually you see why. Right. Um, <laughs> I had a past friend mm-hmm. um, where we're not friends anymore. Um, but in the beginning, it was very clear that they don't really. And they mm-hmm. said it. And, and you know, and then as time progress and things happen it was like oh okay i see why because you you on some other stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. i see why you are a loner <laughs> you don't know how to be nobody's friend right yeah yeah and i also true. think a part of being having a friendship and maintaining the same thing with a romance relationship you will do things wrong mm-hmm. and sometimes you'll do things that bother someone and you need to be able to communicate that yeah i mean i've true. never I'm happy to say I don't necessarily have arguments with friends yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. But there have been moments when things have had to be addressed. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. normal. Yeah, I think that's that's normal, I think, with any relationship that lasts more than six months. Like, <laughs> you're going to have some kind of... to get on each other's nerves at some point yeah, in time. Yeah, and have some Where kind you of may experience. need to speak about it. Because certain things are annoying, like, you ain't got to talk about it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just, just like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, well, I feel that, and I told her this, but I'll tell y'all this. When Sydney gets married, and I'm speaking at the reception, because I will speak. And I'm collecting my check. Whatever. No. No. No, not really. Continue what you was going to say. I'm going to continue. We're going to return to that. I, Sydney is like mine. But I'm willing to share her with the right person. Mm-hmm. And I personally feel like, and I've said this before, when I really, when I like the dude and I'm like, okay, he cool, mm-hmm. that'll be the person who has to work out. Because mm-hmm. y'all know I don't never like nobody she with. <laughs> so if I'm like, oh, okay, I don't hate it, <laughs> then I'm comfortable with sharing Sydney with a Negro. <laughs> For the rest of our lives. (laughs) And he also has to know that, to an extent, he's marrying me a little bit. (laughs) Right, right. I will be around, brother. Yeah, I think that's the case. Not excessively. But no, I think that's the case with any friend. You're marrying their friends and family. If you're marrying Sydney, (laughs) you're marrying Shanette. Okay? Yeah. There will be times when you come home, and I'm there. What's up, brother? (laughs) Oh, my God. She dinner's almost ready. <laughs> I cannot. Not all the time. I respect it. Mm-hmm. But I, that's why. But I it will happen with friends. Like when they're dating someone and it's been six months and you ain't met their person. It's like, all right, what's what? What's going on? <laughs> like it's weird because they are marrying their your friends and family. Like we always say, marrying your family, but it's your friends too. I do think it's weird <clears throat> um, when you've dated someone for a long time mm-hmm. and never thought to connect, or even if their the friends two. haven't thought to meet you. It's like why don't they want me? Like that's weird. I think it's weird, but I also think honestly, I think it's telling of the relationship. That's true. For me, that's how I view it. Because I'm like, if you were to if we have such a close bond or close friendship, mm-hmm. and then you're dating someone, 
And it's a long term thing. It's mm-hmm. not like a you know, a one of your hoes. Yeah. By all means. <laughs> I don't need to know your I don't, you know, do what you do. <laughs> Unless we got the same type, then I might need to know, but other right. than that. Right, other than that, do you girl? <laughs> right. Do you, okay? Right. But if if I'm um if we have this close friendship supposedly mm-hmm. and then you have a long term relationship and like it's never never thought about bringing the two together yeah. I do think that's weird yeah. and I think if I was with a guy for if we were going steady for a minute and I never met any of his friends or the people that I hear about or I mm-hmm. know he goes out with mm-hmm. that would bother me I'd be like what's up you got a wife I mean what what is there I, I mean like yeah. why why yeah. wouldn't there be some sort of connection, some sort of meeting, some sort of something. Yeah, I, I think it's weird because, like, that happened in my last relationship. He had a female best friend that I never met. And she lived in Maryland, but we never met. Weird. It, it was weird. Yeah. I'm like, you talk about her. I think I've seen them on FaceTime and stuff before, but it's like, I never met the woman in person. That's weird. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> right. That's like, no. And I'm like, and she don't want to meet me? Like, this person right. that your so best friend is with? Too. Right. Because I'm saying, like, it should be sort of a mutual. <laughs> yeah, like, we need um, to follow up. Yeah, like, I, I want to meet your friends. Yeah. I want them to meet me. It should be, I feel like, a mutual desire. Uh, yeah. Um, And yeah. if it's not there, I think that's weird. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I think wouldn't. oftentimes that, like, when that doesn't happen, I think the relationship ends up being, like, in a silo. Almost Correct. Because it doesn't become fully a part of your real life. And there's no, you don't give time for for a connection. Like I said, mm-hmm. I want there to be a vibe, yeah. not a, like, high, this awkward, awkward weirdness <laughs> and, when yeah. they're around or vice versa. Yeah. You want it to be conversational. You mm-hmm. want, because that's, for me... And I think about sitting the rest. Those are two important people. Yeah. Or groups. My friends, my dude. Yeah. They're both important. Yeah. So, like, and you don't want it to be a silo thing where it literally feels weird when y'all all together. Right. Yeah. Like, it's weird. And the one thing, like, I like about my friends are, like, everyone really much knows each other mm-hmm. because we've been around for my birthday or things like that. Mm-hmm. And we're all able to be cool and kiki and laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's cool. Like, that's what you want. Yeah. I I feel like that's ideal. I feel like my friend groups, when I was growing up, used to be so silo. It would be, like, school friends, church friends. Even at, like, sleepovers, it would just be, like, a clear divide. It would be like, talk to each other. Like, what in the world? (laughs) Secular friends and church friends. Sometimes it's not easy to mix. I'm just saying. So it always used to be so siloed, but I think over time it's not like that anymore. I'm about to say, like yeah. outside of that, I feel like you your friend groups were very you like to have your people around each other. Yeah. And it could be as a result of that. Right. Like, right, right. You know, after ten years of sleepovers but y'all being siloed, I'm like trying to force friends together uh, after that because uh, I was tired. Uh, <laughs> I was so exhausted. So, it was so friends. siloed. It was weird, but I, and so that could be why I am like I want all of my friends to get together and be get along. And I think my friends now they do. It's not this weird kind of divide anymore. But gosh, it used to be so bad. And I used to like at my own sleepover, I had to go spend time with them, then spend time with them. Like that used to be so annoying. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I for sure get that. I don't know if I've. I feel like I'm always a person where I have my different groups and sometimes mm-hmm. it's not groups for me now it's more like one-on-ones yeah they're not groups they're yeah. like 
me and this friend, me and this friend. Yeah. But, like, you when I was younger, I mean, middle school, I don't, honestly, y'all know I still got a mental block on middle school. I never remember anything in middle <laughs> I think it's my subconscious <laughs> trying to block it out. High school, was it a silo? I mean, frankly, I had my white friends and my blacks. So, to an extent, yes. <laughs> now that I think about it. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in college, mm-hmm. it didn't, it was just like a group. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know what I was going to (laughs) say. Oh, my God. That's what I said. I mean, I just hope that people understand the value that friendships have. Because I think sometimes that's a silent comfort that we don't acknowledge. Mm -hmm. And something that I've done more um, as acknowledge how much my friends mean to me. Because Mm -hmm. it's like this, like, code of, you know. Yeah. But it's still, I think it's still important to say it and to be known that like I value my friendship mm-hmm. I love you you my ace bo girl mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think that's still important because mm-hmm. we will do that in relationships we mm-hmm. will say love you <clears throat> hug you and all up on you right but with our friends it's like alright girl yeah and I think right. I think that is I think maybe in the last three years a shift that I've tried to make cause like in relationships I'm very much a like I wanna buy you gifts for any little old holiday And so I think I've started to try to shift that now more to my friends because I do enjoy buying gifts. I don't know why. That's just me. I don't recall the last gift I (laughs) Sorry, it's not about me. Please continue. And so I now, more often, I spread it to... So I'm I'm not getting all the August five times a year. I'm not rich yet. But I do... (laughs) But I do... Don't be fooled, y'all. Send me all the money. No, I don't know where. (laughs) I do make an effort to get gifts and things for each other outside of like holidays birthdays but like just a random day in the year like oh i got this for you whatever it don't have to be nothing big but i've tried to just mirror that more in my friendships because i realized that it did exist in my romantic relationships (laughs) what that's what's up oh my god no no truly that was like i think i'm like i think that's like an admirable thing i think that's dope I'm not a big gift giver, so... I don't know why I like giving gifts. Outside of, like, holidays and occasions, but I don't... I, don't I be like, seeing stuff, I'm like, oh, such and such would like that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like that. It's so weird. I don't know. I be thinking about, like, what I'm gonna buy people for their birthdays months in advance. Like, And you know what? Sydney is a very good gift giver. <laughs> so maybe. Her gifts are know. very... They're always, like, very thoughtful, and mm. I feel like I struggle. I feel like, I don't... <laughs> I'm such a lazy gift giver because I'm ready to throw cash at somebody. But I know, like, she doesn't... She yeah. would take it, but, like, that's not her thing. Mm-hmm. She wants a gift. Yeah, and I prefer to give a gift. So, yeah, that's just me. Just for me, guys, cash rules everything around me. <laughs> I feel like there's love with money. I don't feel no type of way when someone gives me... Here's, here's a little something. My father, for the past 10 years... Mm-hmm. Any major holiday or occasion, cash. <laughs> I don't know the last time this man actually bought me something in particular. Um, it's a beautiful exchange. I love receiving a padded envelope. <laughs> Thank you. I when I get love like y'all. a random card, I'd be like, oh, I will a say card. that. I am a sucker for a card. <laughs> I don't 
I spend so long in the car store. I do. Like, when I give cards, I do put a lot of effort yeah. in truly finding a card or writing something mm-hmm. that truly expresses how I feel. Mm-hmm. So when people write me, I literally have a box mm-hmm. um, in my nightstand that has cards over the years. Yeah, me too. Every now and then I'll go through and say, oh, I'm ready to let that one go. I but there's a core... Sometimes I go through and I'm like, okay. I still got cards from like middle school graduation, girl. <laughs> but there are some cards that are just so, oh, mm-hmm. that I can't get rid of them ever. Like yeah. even, I even have stuff from like my ex. I just can't. It was mm-hmm. such a beautifully written card. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not together. We don't hate each other. So it's like, I have no reason to get rid of it. Yeah. And I always keep my cards from my grandparents because I just... I love my grandparents. Yeah. But I love a good card. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> happened recently where I saw a card and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so touching. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm definitely a sucker for the card. But if y'all, if y'all think we missed any of the differences or similarities in romantic relationships and platonic relationships, let us know. Or if y'all feel differently, definitely willing to hear your perspective um, Even on... though it's wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? Yeah, but we're willing to hear your perspective on why you disagree with ours. Um, always keep up with um, us on social media. We got some giveaways right now. We got discount codes for y'all right now. So keep mm-hmm. up with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and on the website. And, guys, now y'all know we're, we don't do TikTok. <laughs> Do y'all would y'all like to see Instagram TikTok from us? Reels, because <laughs> we are on there. Right, right, right. Let me. I just you know what I mean. Like we ain't dancing for y'all, so you can forget that. We can dance. What you doing by yourself? <laughs> I'll record it for you. <laughs> but let us know y'all, because our last reel, even though it was attached to a giveaway, mm-hmm. y'all showed it love. <laughs> so just let me know, like. Y'all want reels from us? Y'all like us like that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, if y'all have topic suggestions, anonymous stories, or questions, email us, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.